0: Chapter eleven of the Tale of Nimble Deer This is a Laborbox recording. All Laborbox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Laborbox.org. The Tale of Nimble Deer by Arthur Scott Bailey. Cuffy in the Cave. Nimble did not spend all his spare moments with the other spike horns. Once in a while he met Cuffy Bear prowling about near the foot of Blue Mountain. But Nimble never had a mock battle with Cuffy. Cuffy Bear was a famous boxer, and in each of his paws he carried long sharp claws. What if Cuffy should forget to pull in those claws sometime when he struck you a playful tap? Ah, that wouldn't be very pleasant. This was what Nimble thought about the matter. So he never butted Cuffy Bear nor pricked him with his spikes. On the whole, they found each other good company. Cuffy liked to see Nimble jump and nimble liked to see cuffy climb trees one day late in the fall that year when nimble was a spike horn he strayed halfway up the side of blue mountain it was seldom that nimble wandered so far up the steep and thickly wooded slopes but old dog spot was ranging about the lower woods and for once nimble did not run for cedar swamp when he heard the old dog bay instead he climbed steadily until he was sure that he had shaken spot off his trail nimble had stopped for a drink at the spring which marked the beginning of broad brook and there he met cuffy bear who was just turning away from the ice-framed pool aren't you a long way from home cuffy asked him yes but i can get down to my favorite ridge quickly enough when i want to said nimble do you live in this neighborhood i'm not quite sure cuffy bear replied i've had my eye on a snug den a little further up the mountain i'm thinking of living there if it suits me wouldn't you like to see it nimble told cuffy that he would be delighted so they started up the mountain after nimble had had his drink cuffy bear led the way and in a short time he stopped in front of a cave a tangle of bushes hid the mouth of it you'd have passed right by it without ever guessing that there was any cave there this is it cuffy bear told nimble come right in no thank you i'd rather not said nimble i don't care for caves myself though this seems to be a good one it's worth seeing cuffy bear urged no thank you nimble repeated you don't mind if i take a look at it cuffy bear inquired maybe i can make up my mind about living here if i look at the cave once more go inside by all means nimble cried will you wait here till i come out cuffy asked him and nimble promised that he would wait cuffy Bear yawned as he turned away and nimble thought it strange that he didn't take the trouble to beg pardon nor to cover the yawn with a paw only a very careless or a very sleepy person would forget those things nimble knew well cuffy crept inside the cave and outside nimble waited he waited and waited until at last the afternoon light began to fade i'd wish he'd hurry nimble muttered we're going to have a storm and i don't want to stay up here in it all night snowflakes were already falling and nimble wished he hadn't promised that he would wait till cuffy bear came out of the cave he went to the entrance and called but he got no answer I hope nothing has happened to him, Nimble said, but something had. End of chapter 11